0: Nearly 80% of companies are ignoring one of the greatest sales tools out there. That's video. I'm going to be discussing how you could use it the right way. That's what I'm covering on episode 19 of the Why How Yes Sales Podcast. The Why How Yes sales podcast is sponsored in part by Jared James Coaching for Real Estate Agents. If you're a real estate agent listening to this podcast, you probably understand how to sell. You know when you are across a dining room table from a potential customer, that listing is probably going to come your way. The issue is how do you structure your business in order to get to that time, that dining room table more often. As a former top agent himself, Jared James has the tools to help you create the business that you want to own. They will help you put the systems in place where you can spend more time doing what really matters, which is creating sales. Go to jaredjamestoday.com and set up a time to have a consultation. And from there, they will be able to guide you towards running a business rather than just running around. Hey salespeople, welcome to episode 18 of the Why How Yes Sales Podcast, where I help you get to the yes the right way. I'm Red Staffstrom, and I am here to help you fix your broken sales skills. Now, as of today, one of the best tools out there is video, but only about 20% of all companies Are actually using it why are so many people leaving it on the table and why should you be using it so I'll give you a couple of quick stats just so that you know Um, social media posts that have videos actually get 48% more views and they generate 1200% more shares also only about 25% of companies publish videos on a weekly basis and 80% of consumers actually prefer, prefer a live video over a blog. So with all that being said, it's pretty obvious why you want to be using video. Um, There's a lot of different tactics and a lot of different skill sets, but many people are afraid to actually use it. Many people feel uncomfortable on camera. They don't like hearing the sound of their own voice. So what I want to do on this episode is explain a couple of different things one is which I've kind of just went over really quick the simple numbers of why you should be using video I'm also going to explain the psychological reasons why you should be doing video why you're not doing it now why a lot of people don't like doing and seeing it themselves um, and kind of let you know how you can get started and ways that you can get yourself over the initial hump of using video So first, let's explain the psychological reasons of why people don't like to do it. Um, Quite frankly, it's an audio-visual medium, and people don't like the way they look, and they don't like the way they sound. That's pretty obvious. Um, Even personally, I don't like the way that I sound. When I hear my own voice, I sound like the Allstate guy. I don't sound the way I actually do on my podcast, and to be honest with you, I have a difficult time listening to myself uh, because it's not the way I expect it to be. Now, the reason that you have an issue with the way you look and sound on video It has to do with the mere exposure effect. Mere, M-E-R-E, exposure effect. Simply put, the mere exposure effect says that the more you are exposed to something, the more familiar you are with it and the more comfortable you are with it. Now, the problem with video and audio is you see yourself differently than everybody else sees you. And you hear yourself differently than everybody else hears you. And I'll explain why that is. So think about the way you normally see yourself. When you are looking, the way that you generally see yourself is in a mirror. Now, If you're not watching this video, I will tell you my right eye is a little bit more open than my left eye is. And my neck generally cranes slightly towards my right side. When I look at myself in the mirror, I look normal to me. However, if anybody else sees me, I'd look backwards. While I can't always identify with that picture, with that um, camera shot, While I can't always identify what I don't like about the picture, it's generally because I'm looking at a reflection. When I'm looking at the reflection, something's that little bit off. My squinty eye is the wrong eye. My neck crank, or whatever you want to call it, is going towards the wrong side, and it's just that little bit unnatural. It's almost a little uncanny valley. So because I'm exposed to the 180 degree view of what I actually look like, and that's what I'm accustomed to seeing myself as, then an actual like, front-facing image looks weird to me however for everybody else who sees me that's not the problem with my voice it's another similar issue when you talk your vocal cords will actually vibrate slightly and when it does that that actually moves the little pin bones inside your ear that generate sound that help you hear So people actually think that they're hearing themselves, the voice that I hear always sounds off because the voice I hear in my own head when I speak is much deeper and that's because the pin bones are vibrating at a slightly different frequency than everybody else's does when I uh, speak. It has nothing to do with them, it has 100% to do with me and the fact that my vocal cords and my inflections and the way I talk generate more vibrations in the little pin bones in my ear. So, those are the big psychological reasons. Uh, Once you understand those, I believe it's a whole lot easier to get into doing video. Uh, Once you realize that the way you look is the way other people, the way you look on video is the way people generally see you. That takes away a lot of that hesitation anyway. I'm not afraid to go and walk door to door, shake hands and kiss babies, and neither are you as a salesperson. But when you see yourself on video, there's that uncanny valley, there's something that's just not quite right. And what it is, if you looked at the mirror image of that uh, picture, it'd probably be more comfortable for you because that's what you're used to seeing. Likewise, with the voice, if you were to change the octaves slightly and lower the resonance, it'd probably sound a little bit better to you. So, But for everybody else, they can tell. They can tell that your voice doesn't look right. It doesn't sound right. Your face doesn't look right because you tweaked the image as to what they've seen, what their mirror exposure effect is telling you you look like. So, you have to understand that the biggest obstacle to doing video for most people is that their own brains are recording things the wrong way for them. Because I look in the mirror and I hear an altered voice coming out of my mouth. It's the same way as if I only talked with one of those Darth Vader voice modulators every single time. It's not anybody else's fault, it's just my own for hearing it the wrong way. So why should you be doing video? Well, quite frankly, email and phone calls, it misses something. It's tougher to build an emotional connection on the phone, over email, over text, over anything else. Um, Obviously, best case scenario, whenever you can, a meeting in person is the absolute best thing. Um, There's nothing that's ever going to replace that. When you do sales, your goal should be a one-on-one meeting whenever humanly possible. Barring that, Video is the next best stand-in. I personally probably do five to ten Zoom calls per week with prospects and clients and coworkers who work throughout the country. Um, I'm constantly talking on video, and I've gotten very, very comfortable with it. But the idea is, it's so much easier to get your point across to build like the right relationship that way. Um, think how many times you've misread an email. I-, I can, I bet you, you could think of one where, uh, in, like in your own head. I know there's one person I work with currently um, who her emails don't come across the right way. Now, whether she actually means it that way or it just comes across as a little blunt, I don't know. But I'm willing to bet that if she were to do a video and have her face actually tell me what was going on as opposed to black and white text, it would come across a lot better. Likewise, if you're in sales, you've probably had to send those emails that you've been afraid came across a little. I'm trying to think of the best word for it. Um, quite frankly, the only word I can think of at the to- at this moment is bitchy. Um, when you get those, have to send those little emails that can be read as condescending, that's the word I'll use, condescending, when you have to send those to a client, they are almost always interpreted the wrong way. No matter how much you edit, no matter how much you have somebody else proofread, they are always seen as, you know, blunt. What I've started doing constantly, and I highly recommend BombBomb for this. Um, BombBomb is an absolute excellent company. I'm not getting paid to do this, but I do use them myself. Um, But an email. I I would... I've had so much more luck sending a three minute bomb bomb video that I don't need to edit, that I don't need to tweak. I just answer the questions, Um, especially those emails where they say, Hey, I want to answer you, have you answer a few things for me. Question one, two, three, four, five, six. When you get those emails, it's so much easier to do it with a bomb bomb and to just walk through and talk with them about it and have a real conversation where you don't have to worry about tone, where you don't have to worry about inflection because your natural ability to talk and your natural ability to soften the blow takes a lot of the sting out of those emails. So I highly recommend using video for those or just keeping in touch with clients. Um, I'm not saying mailings are dead. I'm not saying mass email is dead. In fact, I'm a huge proponent of email marketing. But a video creates such an emotional connection with people that nothing else really does. That unless you're meeting people face to face, you're doing yourself a disservice by not doing video. So how should you get started? If you're thinking about doing video, what do you need to do? Well, quite frankly, if you've got a cell phone in your pocket, you have all of you uh, everything that you need. Don't worry about it being perfect. Um, Jared James, who I work for, uh, he has a line: uh, con- "Perfection is not the goal; connection is the goal." And I'm going to say it again: Perfection is not the goal. Connection is the goal. Um, shooting videos in your car, shooting uh, Zoom videos where you screen share, there's lots of different ways to do it, but don't worry about it being perfect. Simply having a laptop webcam is perfectly fine to send a video. Just having your cell phone camera is perfectly fine to do a video. In fact, most of the new iPhones have a 4, uh, 4K uh, camera built into them. That's better than most, like, that's better than what I i'm actually shooting this podcast with which is the dslr that costs a few hundred dollars that cell phone that you use for everything else has a movie grade camera pretty much built into it so take advantage of that um i also want to say if you're not comfortable in front of the camera get comfortable at your desk editing that's one of my Big, I wholeheartedly believe it. Um, I don't do a lot of editing for these podcasts or the YouTube videos when I put them out. Uh, I generally put them out as is and, and I do them in one take, just start to finish. But if you're not comfortable with that, Get comfortable with editing. Put in effects, use cuts, slow things down. Um, The better you are at editing, the more you're going to be able to get comfortable with um, doing everything else. There's a lot of free software out there. Personally, I use iMovie, um, because I use a Mac computer to edit, but there's a lot of other ones out there. Um, Do your research, find out the one you want. Don't expect it to be perfect, though. And I'm going to say that again. Don't expect it to be perfect. Things are going to go wrong. In fact, literally eight seconds ago while I was shooting this podcast, one of the lights that I used to record the video turned off on me. I didn't even acknowledge it until just now. Um, I just looked at the light that turned off and kept talking. The idea is not that you have to be perfect, The idea is that you have to get to the point and actually convey what you're trying to get people to do. So start doing video as much as you can. You're going to find that it's going to create such a better connection. It's going to make all of your conversations, whether on the phone or by email, so much easier uh, once they have a face to put to that blank email, that black and white text. Um, That's going to help your customers relate to you quite a bit more. Um, You're not just faceless customer service rep number 59. Um, You're going to be John or Sarah or Dina or Ryan or whoever else. Give them that face, make that emotional connection, and that's going to help you with every stage of the sales process. If you want some tips on how to start doing video, I'll give you a handful of ideas, especially if you're not comfortable with doing video. Um, So first idea for video is shoot in your car. With your cell phone, you notice that a lot of Instagram, IG, uh, TV stories, all of those are done in your car, Um, and there's a reason for it. You've got 360 degrees of natural light, and you have a ton of sound dampening material with the seats, with the dashboard. These cars are designed to be acoustically sound. You pretty much have a recording booth that you drive to work every day use it. All you need to do is turn the camera on selfie and talk to it. Um, It doesn't have to be a long diatribe. It doesn't have to be a 20-ish minute video like this one is. It could just be, hey, guys, here's a few things that are going on around me right now. And that's perfectly fine, but it builds that human connection. Another idea is to use Zoom. Now, Zoom is free. Um, There's no like cost to it. Um, As long as you don't have a group in that Zoom call, um, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, And even when you do have a group, they usually let you go for 40, 45 minutes or so. But one of the great tools that Zoom has is a screen share. Now this is something I love for people who aren't overly comfortable with the way they look and sound on video. If you're afraid of that, In Zoom, your picture is just in the top corner. You're just a talking head. Meanwhile, whatever's on the screen when you screen share becomes the dominant view. Um, If you're a real estate agent, you can show other listings around the neighborhood. You can show the listing that you want to take your buyers to. and That's going to grab their attention as opposed to having them look at you in the little screen in the corner. They're going to be looking at the pictures of 123 Main Street, or they're going to look at what the comps in their neighborhood are, whatever video you want to do. If you're a car salesman, uh, go out there and take a video of the car. Take a video in the car. Um, Do that to generate that connection so that they're not focused on you and the way you look. They're focused on what they're actually looking to buy. Um, If you're selling a service, take videos of your customers. Rather than be the person behind the video, ask, hey, would you mind doing a video testimonial for me? And That's a video that you can share and that's a story that you can use. There's lots of different ways to do it. Um, There's lots of different places to post it as well Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, Find out what works best for you. Generally, those are the big three though. Um, LinkedIn is another great avenue as well. Um, But I hope this kind of helps you guys realize how important video is. It's to me this is the new phone. Video is the new the phone has been having a lot of issues as a sales tool for the last 20 to 30 years or so since the invention of caller ID that video doesn't have yet. So, this is the new gold mine you should be uh, mining at. Um, I hope this helps. I hope you guys actually start doing videos again. Only 25% of companies are actually publishing videos on a weekly basis. This is unmined territory. This is like virgin land for you to harvest. Go out there, shoot the videos, and make the connections. Um, Once again, thank you guys so much. Um, Be sure to like, to subscribe, to review. It really helps the podcast out. Um, Once again, this has been episode 18 of the Why How Yes Sales Podcast. Um, I'm Red Staffstrom, and I will see you next time where I will continue to help you fix your broken sales skills. The Why How Yes sales podcast is also sponsored by the Jarja Media CRM. Only 12% of all real estate leads are reached out to more than three times. This means that almost 90% of all agents are throwing away thousands of dollars worth of lead generation marketing every year simply by not keeping in touch with the prospects that they already paid for. With drip campaigns that are written by one of the nation's top coaching companies, you'll be able to automate keeping potential clients in front of you for well over a year. The Jarja Media CRM will make sure that you are not leaving any meat on the bone and that the leaves you are already paying for are actually turning into customers. Schedule a demo online at jarjamedia.com CRM.